Hey, what's going on, folks? Yo! So how you been? How was your, uh, your day? Alright, I can go on. Listen to this all day. Oh, Jimmy! Alright, 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 alright. No, no, yeah. Damn! So listen... First of all, big shout out to Spotify. Spotify for podcasts, a great way to begin. Think about it. Think about beginning your own podcast. You can do it. You can tell your life story. That's your audio book. Leave your legacy. Leave your stamp. Leave your Dead Sea Scroll tapes. Let your loved ones hear your voice. Let your voice live on eternally. Let you echo. If you have good things to say, if you have your wisdom, be Jorel. Be Jorel, the hologram, talking to your grandchildren. Okay? Grandchildren, grandma went, or grandma, you know, don't just, I mean, you have Facebook, that, whatever, do your thing. Make videos if you want. You can make Spotify videos of Riverside if you want. Quite a long commercial. Right? Welcome to episode 37. How you doing today, Thursday? Are you okay? Time now is uh, 8.20 on the East Coast. I'm trucking along, man. I told you, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to rock till I drop. I'm going to keep. I don't know if I'm going to make 600 in the next year. I don't know. That's quite a goal. But I'm going to try. Um, I, I, could, I could definitely do one a day. I'm definitely good for 365. Definitely. Because I, I I was able to do that even with the full time. That's no problem. But I, I like right now I'm doing two a day. <clears throat> really sometimes even three. Okay. So because uh, if I do two a day, I'm definitely good for 600 a year. And if I have 370, I just want to bring it close to 1,000. That's a personal goal. There's no purpose. It's just something I have to do. I want to do. But we're up to episode 37, and if anybody recall back in the day, Baskin-Robbins was known for having 37 different flavors. Yes, before they became bastard in Robbins. Sorry, but they had to team up with Duncan. No longer the friendly Baskin-Robbins shop. It became bastard. You know I got to make fun. I'm an equal opportunity maker funny. You know, I, you know, taco bitch. We have to go down the line. You want to go down the line? I don't want to, you know. Pizza Hut, Pizza Cunt. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to offend anybody. Oh, oops, PC, PC. Okay, public information. Uh, so here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, all right, all right, all right. <sighs> Me love you long time. Me love you long time. You, you leave me alone. You no know love me, you no know love me long time. You no good. You leave me alone. You stay away. You bad. You understand? You know lovely. Don't you say that. You know lovely long time. All right. Something else I learned. It's not really funny, but why people with no money get fat or even people in prison. Because when you're hungry, you got to eat whatever's ever available. And you'll stuff yourself, whatever you can, any kind of carbs, any pasta, any chips. And I'm blowing up. I had a good figure. I was doing well, so I went broke. And I'm stuffing myself. I had a Domino's pizza. I was eating at 6 o'clock this morning. I was goddamn hungry. Went to the family lack of dollar value eating this shit three more four more days i get my money i start getting back my diet if i don't balloon to be a goddamn oompa loompa and you have to i don't know what happens wheel me away roll me away in the goddamn wheelbarrow and i don't have to worry that maybe i should keep eating and you just roll me away i'm not gonna worry about anything anymore maybe that's the answer folks uh, since I'm thinking about coming back to new york i'm listening to 1010 wins again i'm trying to catch up on all the wonderful news 
Well, I, I, I alternate between 10-10 uh, wins, uh, WBGM, whatever, in Chicago, and uh, KSK News in LA. I like to get all kinds of news all around the country. Places that I puked. We'll get back to that later. I have to think about that. Uh, I didn't finish the story about puking in my friend's apartment up in Manhattan. Remember I told you we got drunk on New Year's Eve, and I was running to the week. They fed us eggs for breakfast, and I puked. I got it all over the goddamn sink. I clogged up the freaking sink in the bathroom with my goddamn eggs. I felt bad for the person who had to clean my... Recycle scrambled eggs from their bathroom sink. That's one vomitational story. And getting, oh, the train ride, getting back to Penn Station. It's another story. I was scared shit. This is like back in the 80s, you know, when the city of graffiti, and it was 70, there was some guy in the train, he just kept yelling, 75 cents, pay your fare. 75 cents, pay your fare. I got a goddamn head, splitting headache. I'm, I'm not used to that. I didn't really hang around the city. That's, that's my one puke story. Puke number two story was, damn. I, I think I'm skipping something. There's a lot of, well, okay. Here's one. Getting thrown out of an apartment by a guy's girlfriend. You know, guys used to go, go you know, hang. You know, guys are cool when they're hanging out. But when the girlfriend comes around, then, you know, she starts, you know, you can't be guys. You can't chill no more. The rules get set up. And. Whatever, I, I, they had whiskey was available, liquor was available, whatever. I was a clown. They always tell me to stop by. Always tell me to stop by all the time. Off-campus apartments, they're all the time smoking and smoking and smoking. Got real drunk one day. I don't know why. And I puked. And then I just remember being on the floor outside the apartment on my, you know, past that and, and the girlfriend standing over yelling at me, pissed off at me. So that's another puking story, all right? We'll save another puke story for another one. That wasn't the best one. Because that's normal. Everybody pukes in college. And it's when I started doing it as an adult and other places you're not supposed to do. It progressed. It progressively puked its way up the puking ladder until I became a re- recovering puke person and manifested into Vomit Man. And today stands before you, Vomit Man. That's who I am. A, a vomitational superhero. San- sanitational, vomitational skills. So anyway, let's talk Let's talk music. Okay, because, yeah, this is a good one. This song came out in 1984. I recall it's called My Ever-Changing Moods. I forgot. We'll find my... I forgot who... We'll find out. It'll come up. My Ever-Changing... I bet you someone out there knows it anyway. Style Council. I remember, like, June of 1984, I was about to graduate high school, and I had just got this job. But it's some, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was either going to work in the park or I was going to work in Fortune Ops or I was going to, I got this, I had this job. I was going to go be a door-to-door vacuum salesman. And I went with this guy. We went around in the car from house to house and we, we what he had his appointments, these people, and he was training me to become a vacuum salesman. He poured all this stuff up on the ground, dirt, and he vacuumed it up and, and he was playing this song in the car. And it got me into the song because he was playing it. And I thought he was like 21, 22. I was 18. He seemed so cool and older with a sporty car. He's got it made. He's the vacuum salesman. That's what I want to be. And I didn't take the, I ended up working in the park that summer. I didn't do it. Whatever. I, I, I worked in the park. But I was thinking about becoming a vacuum cleaner sales. So, so this, this song, this song comes in handy. The Style Council. They're riding on a bicycle, I think in Britain. My ever-changing, it's beautiful. Beautiful song. Beautiful country club. And for some reason, it says Vivo on the screen. I don't know exactly what Vivo means. Maybe someone out there in Radio Land can translate what Vivo means. I know Vive means to live in French and Spanish with the I. So I don't know. I think it's a brand name. Some, some kind of video 
or someone put the video out or someone made the production or someone who distributed it or uploaded it. It's something related to the musical production of this song, The Style Council, My Ever-Changing Moods. Here we go, folks. Cada día es una nueva oportunidad, así que adelante. Encuentra esa mesa que reúne a toda la familia. Ese rojo que impacta, o ese anillo que te cambia la vida. JCPenney, vale la pena. Oh, they're on the bicycle, they're pulling their pants up. I don't know where they're rubbing their legs, but there's no music. What happened? Are we going deaf? Do I have to talk to you? Come on, get the music going. I mean, look, I, I'm sad you guys can't... Finally! All right? All right, we're good. I'll let you go. I need some water anyway. Hold on. I'll be back. They're, they're riding bicycles together in the forest, and they look very tired. One, one, one of them has a toy helmet on. It looks like a toy than a helmet, for God's sake. Yes. Or we'll just scratch that one out. All right, you don't love me? Yeah, we'll scratch that one out. All right. One of them isn't wearing a helmet. One has a knit cap. You don't wear a knit cap and you and go 30 miles on a bicycle. You wear a helmet. My father always said, you men, you must wear a helmet. Ridiculous. They got is that liquor? Oh my god, they're getting a lunch shot? They're eating their lunch. Now these angels are dancing. They're by a haystack, they're eating lunch and watching these angels dancing. Alright. Like little kids. They're riding bikes again. Getting faster, changing gears. The sign. Oh, there's like flashbacks to World War II. There's a string up ahead. Oh, it's a finish line. They come to the finish line. Picture the Hindenburg.
all celebrating. They had the champagne. Everyone looks happy. It's a nice little dance going on. So, hey, good for them. We should all be able to celebrate our lives, right? You know, like that song. You know the song, um, Harvest for the World? You know that song by the Isley Brothers? You know, gather every man, gather every woman, celebrate your life, give thanks for your children. Gather everyone, gather everybody, celebrate your life, give thanks for your children. That's right, get the kinder. Kinder means children in Yiddish. Gather the children, gather everyone, celebrate, just not just your family, celebrate your community, celebrate the people you work with, rather than a plastic phoniness, you know? The, the mailman, and they, yeah, the mailman should take the earbuds out and wave, you know? It's, it's actually for, it behooves him or her to take them out so they don't get hurt, because mailmen, I forgot to mention it, this subject, to because everybody wants their arrow key. You know what the arrow key is? The arrow key is a general master key to all mailboxes. The mail carry carries that. And what folks, they're not folks, these bad individuals have been robbing and sometimes killing and assaulting, you know, U.S. government, federal government workers. You don't, you don't do that. But they're holding, and they always get caught. It always, because of the arrow key. So, you know, it behooves the mail carry not to wear the earbuds because this way they need to be you'll be you got to be ready you have to be your ears behind your ear i'm i'm giving you guys any mail carriers out in the truck you're on your way to work seriously man i'm thinking about you get the earbuds out. do what i do do old school let everybody hear your music like i played out here i play for everybody here i put my phone in my pocket and i walk and i you know what everybody's walking around the dog the dogs that attack you mr mailman okay everybody's walking with a goddamn dog i gotta get up and solve the police why can't i Openly play my music, and that's what I do. That's how I get back at them. I keep my phone in my pocket. I crank up my music. Okay, you want to make me avoid your dog? I'm gonna crank up my music. So there you go, Mr. Mailman or Mrs. Mailman. You crank up your music for your own good. Seriously, I don't want you getting. It's also nice because I want to say hello to you. All good things. You see, nice things. I'm not trying to bash you. I know you got a rough job. I see you guys out there eight o'clock at night. Does anybody ever see a mail person going home early? No. 8, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, they're out there trying to get you the mail. And they break their ass. So, you know, these are the professions that we really need to care about. Not about elevating false idols, false gods. Let's not mention, I don't want to get started on certain professions. Please. Places I puked. I can talk about it. We got more guests coming up. Get on the guests tomorrow. So that helps. It helps... Uh, you know, helps stretch and avoid the puking stories. But there'll be another puke tale, but, but not just in a minute. We'll play another music in a second. We'll talk about the guests. Uh, we could review the news if you want, or we could listen to a, another, whatever I want to do. Well, we're up to 16 minutes and 20. So let's, let's see what's going on in the news a little. Let's see. We, did, we had a lot of fun, man. We did that yesterday. I like that because all kinds of crap. You click Microsoft Edge, I mean, you don't, or yeah, I don't watch it. Microsoft has the best. It's unsolicited. I just want to go on to check my email or go on YouTube, and I get this all the time, and I get, you know, they're, they're good. They get me sidetracked. Celine Dion's sister reacts to shocking wheelchair. I don't know anything about Celine. I, I heard she's sick. I wish her the best. Talented, beautiful singer. I wish her the best. I'm sorry to hear that, but, uh, you know, we're all, everybody has it. You know, they're not immune from it either. Um... So my Jim, oh Jennifer Tilly, I remember her from. Remember her from uh, Liar Liar. She was like Jim Carrey's uh, ex-wife. Wasn't she his ex-wife? No, 
She was his new girl. She somehow played a role in it. Uh, pizza. She, was, she wasn't a very nice person either. Pizza delivery near you. Yeah, I had that last night. Okay. Uh, all right. Has a temperature. Thank you for sharing. Oh, the books. When are we doing the books? Oh, this looks interesting. The Bible in 52. You want to do the books again? Let's check out this Bible in 52 weeks. I'm curious. Even though I'm not a big Bible head, you know, I think it's a little carried away. But, you know, certain parts of it, certain proverbs, as long as you don't, like, go crazy and start going nuts about it and taking, like, turning into, like, a some kind of, like, a doer. Like, you have to believe in it if you don't believe in it, you know. So let's uh, do this Bible thing. Hold on. Bible in 52 weeks. A year long. It's Oh. Oh, we got to read it. Okay, I thought I could play it. Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's find out. The Bible in 52 Weeks, a year-long Bible study for a woman. This book is a great way to stay on track with Bible study and analyze it. The Bible in 52 Weeks is a year-long journey through the Bible that combines daily reading plans with weekly opportunities to reflect, discuss, and explore how God's wisdom can be applied to your daily life. This inspiring approach to Bible study for a woman includes themed readings, interactive questions, journaling prompts, and prayers that work with any translation of the Bible. And who's the author? Dr. Kimberly D. Moore. It's $10.48 on Amazon or Walmart. You can get it for $5.79 or Christian Bookstore $10.99. This book is a great way to stay on track with Bible study and analyze life. It, it's easier to use and provides insightful downloads every week. It also highly rated on Amazon and other sites, making it a great... Let's scroll down here. Let's try to find the author for more information. Uh, that my glass... Give me a second. My, my glass is fogging up. Pain in the ass. Freaking Amazon. I'm my Amazon glass that I ordered online from Amazon. How do you like them apples? 1.50. All right, the Bible in 52 weeks is a year-long journey through the Bible that combines daily reading plans with weekly opportunities to reflect, discuss, and explore how God's wisdom can be applied to your daily life. This inspiring approach to Bible study for women includes themed readings, interactive questions, journaling prompts. Didn't we read this already? I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what the hell? Oh, it's in English. It's put up by Rock Rockridge Press Illustrator Edition, February 11, 2020. It's 208 pages. Item weight is 13.6 ounces. Dimensions are 6.0.57 times 0.9 inches. Uh, price history, 28% higher than usual. Uh, you want to hear the graph on the sales? Well, uh... It's hard to read this grab. I don't understand it. I, I want to find out about the author. Where was the author? That's more interesting. I want to know who is this. Uh, all right, let's go to the book. I think we spent a lot of time in the Bible here. Come, oh, okay. Uh, very good. Let's back it up. Uh, okay, come on. I want to X out of that. Oh, come on. Man, now oh, you can't back it. Oh, let's try another. All right, there we go. Now, The Wounded. What other book can we cover? Well, don't give me too much. Oh, it's other books to read. The Echo of All Books, The Wounded. Well, The Wounded is right next to the Bible, so it's bad luck. So let's find another book. Yeah, I wasn't too crazy with the Bible. I'm sorry. If you want to buy it, go ahead. Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver. How about this other thing, Dr. David Jeremiah? 
The Great Disappearance. I kind of like that. Let's see what this is all about. Hold on. <laughs> the Great Disappearance. 31 Ways to Be Rapture Ready. What the hell does that mean? Amazon, $26.99. It better be freaking worth but $26.99. I don't even have that in my account right now. Christian book. Oh, now the Christians are going to give you a discount. Now Christian book is $19.49. Okay. And what the Faith Gateway Store, $29. Oh, okay. Have faith. Okay, here we go. Scroll down. Description. The Great Disappearance, 31 Ways to be Rapture Ready. All right, look. If anybody's rich, I'm sorry. I'm so, I don't mean to make fun of you. I'm just reading about a book. I wasn't targeting Christians. It was here. The books were here. It's free speech radio. That's all. Please, please don't be offended. If you are, look, I can't please anybody. I'm sorry, but I have to keep going. I have to be true to my convictions. These are my convictions. And my convictions are I can't please everybody anymore. My convictions are that this is my last custard's, custard's last stance. I have to do it this time. Even as, as scared as I am, I'm not that confident. I am not. I'm scared. I have doubts every day about doing this. Okay? How do you like them apples? Target, 1949. All right, let's scroll down. We see another price. Anything interesting about this? Publication date, October 3rd, 2023. We're in the specification system. Number, listen, you want to hear some music? It's getting a little ridiculous. I want to get some information about the authors. I guess we can go somewhere else for book reviews, but I, I don't know. We're up to 22 minutes. Time for a song. And, oh, damn. Damn, 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 damn. Let me find Southern, man. I'm tired as hell, man. Oh, boy. You know, Neil Young, Southern, man, better keep your head. Don't forget what your book, good book said. Southern change gonna come around. I heard screaming and bull whips cracking. Southern, Neil Young, wrote and played that song, and then Leonard Skinner wrote a response in Sweet Home. You know Sweet Home, Alabama? You know Eminem in uh, 8 Mile, he's fixing the hood to his car, and he's and they sing Sweet Home. I'm living in a trailer park. Well, in that song, they give a response to Neil Young. Well, I hope Neil Young will remember a southern man don't need him run. If anybody listened, they didn't really think that's a reply. Because Neil Young had said, Southern, oh, Southern man, I better keep your head. Don't forget what your book. You see, it's it's a face-off. It's old school before rap was around. So let's play Southern man. And I got to figure out who the hell texts me without interrupting this session. That's going to be an interesting one. Let's see if I can pull that one up. Southern man. I'm doing a half-assed job typing this, man. I need some coffee. I hope it's a long song. Guys, I need, I need the babysitter, the cable guy babysitter. Here we go. Each phone is a new contract that we're just like, you might be in a... 
crush the burning red or fast, fast.
Maccabi Abba has a picture of Neil Young walking past like his gate with bricks in the back, you know. Hey, we heard enough. You get the point. Uh, so I want to, because I'm trying to, you know, get all these puke stories out. I'm actually, we're, we're running out of them, actually. Two of them, please remind, they're on public transportation. There's one on the bus and there's one on the train. So the, the, but that, that's why I lumped them together. I think I remember public transportation. But the classroom situation, I have to remember that because I'll forget that. That was in the college classroom I threw up, you know, like an animal house or other. I, I didn't plan to. Me and this guy, we kind of planned to get together before class one time. And, you know, uh, I know one, he brought the oranges, I brought the vodka, whatever. That dumb jackass thing, you know, that's when you, kids, when you're drinking liquor, the liquor, the liquor itself, drink that straight can make it sick. But sweet beverages will exacerbate the situation. I'm telling you to drink if you're under 21 and don't drink and drive. And just try to do it rationally if you're going to do it, honestly. I mean, I did a lot of dumb things, and I'm lucky to be alive. And my drinking days are over now. I, I don't enjoy drinking anymore. I just put, 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 me, put me to sleep, honestly. You know, I just kind of live life, you know, best as I can. I just Whatever. But uh, anyway, liquor. Me and this guy, man. <laughs> yeah, we got drunk, whiskey, and orange juice. We went into class, so they wanted us to meet in the library that day in the basement. You know, back in the day, I don't know what, what colleges, what schools were like, but they had all these things called AV rooms, audio-visual rooms, where you went. I don't know what the technology, they had special rooms or special things, or you want projectors and whatnot. So the lights are out, we're sitting in the class in the back, you know, watching a whatever, presentation, a movie for a college class. I'm like 22 years old at this point. And uh, I'm drunk as a skunk. What I fucking puke. And all of a sudden, I turn the lights on. Like, ah! He's screaming. You know how humiliating is? Who the hell does it? Who pukes in a goddamn college class? And having to go back for the rest of the semester and face these people. Again, that's the more embarrassing thing, you know. And I went back. I decided what I was going to do. I couldn't walk in and have everybody, you know, face me. So I decided I was going to be the first one in the class before everybody else. So I did. I was the first one in before everybody else. And I remember the, the professor, she came and she says, I see we have all recovered from our hairy day yesterday. Uh, how, I'm still embarrassed when I think about that. Damn. Anyway, uh, that's another puke store. I went off. And there's the, there's the bus and the train store. We'll save that for another time. I think I grossed you out enough. I don't know whether to play another song, cover the news. Uh, damn. 32 minutes. How long? Ah, let's play another song. What the hell? I got a lot of songs to play anyway. Maybe the songs will inspire me to uh, talk. Yeah, yeah, what the hell? Another one, you know, another underrated star. You hear him around sometimes. He's on a lot of talk shows. And in fact, he always tells you he was like doing this thing before his brother. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone, bro brother Frank, did, did this song called Save Me Darling. Around 90, it came out in 1984. It had a very similar sound to Christopher Cross's Ride Like the Wind. And so you can confuse it. You would think it's Ride Like the Wind, like Christopher Cross, but it's called Save Me Darling. This is the end. Da -da 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 -da. Save Me Darling. Da -da -da -da. I can't sing for shit. But, you know, Frank Stallone, he, he also did the end of uh, Rambo. It's a long run. He will tell you. Everybody goes, oh, you know. Oh, 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 you know, we didn't know you were... He was performing before some people knew about Sylvester Stallone, you know? But he's humble. He's a regular guy. You know, you could probably walk up the street and have a conversation with him. That's the type of guy I... That's the impression I get. I wouldn't mind if he would come on the show. I, 
and have a talk. But, you know, that's, uh, okay, what are we doing here? Uh, Frank, yeah, Frank Stallone. And I don't even share his political views, but, I, you know, I, I listen to all views. People, they're nice people on, on all different sides of the spectrum. You, we don't have to just not be friends with somebody because you don't have their political views. You, know, you, ever, you ever heard of Curtis and Kobe? Those two guys had a great show, and they had different political views. Okay? So there you go. How do you like them apples? Okay. Save me, darling. Oh, Frank's still... Wow, yeah. It looks like his brother, too. Save me, though. It's far from... It's called Far From... Oh, uh, you know why? Because I'm not on YouTube. Oh, I got to go on YouTube. That's why I wasn't on YouTube. I was Microsoft blinging it, whatever you want to hear. Trying to see how distracting it is when I do it this way. Damn. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get. Okay. Frank Stallone. Save. Not Stallone. So, st save. me. Oh, far from, or whatever, darling, whatever. Far from off. Sell the same hit. Yes, that's how it works. Here we go. Far from off. Ready, guys? Okay. It's going to sound like Christopher Cross. At Sleep Number, we know being well-rested is priceless. That's why we offer a 100-night trial for peace of mind every night. And a 15-year limited warranty so you can rest easy every day. Our nearly 200,000 five-star reviews are from all the achievers out there, showing their strength, harnessing their power, and achieving their dreams. If you're ready to unlock your unique potential, you can't afford another sleepless night. You can afford a Sleep Number smart bed. Sleep next level from 1099. Visit sleepnumber.com to learn more.
All right, give her Frank Stallone. Hold on, let me talk before some more sound comes in. Hey, guys, you know, I might have to call early. I'm certainly tired. I don't know why it's up to 38 minutes. Maybe it's, maybe I have the heat on. I think it's my bedtime. I think it's 9 o'clock is my bedtime, and I'm up like 2 o'clock in the morning. So who knows? I might make another episode for you guys 2 o'clock in the morning, folks. All right, listen, thanks. For, I'm sorry for cutting out. I just feel really, really tired right now, okay? Thanks for being there for me, guys. I hope I made your day, too. Speak to you tomorrow. All right, then. Take care.